0: Hello and welcome to this episode of Cargo Facts Connect, the podcast of Cargo Facts, the newsletter of record for the air cargo and freighter aircraft industries for over 40 years. I'm your host, Andrew Kreider, Associate Editor of Cargo Facts.
1: And I'm Jeff Lee,
0: Deputy Editor. Jeff, it's been a busy week for the freighter world, with some announcements coming out of the Singapore Air Show. We had Singapore Airlines firming up its A350 order, and Nathan also committing to A350Fs. Time will only tell as more and more operators look to revisit their fleet lifecycle plans with increased demand. When airframes are aged out of service and replaced, we continue to see this not exactly a one-for-one swap for aircraft of the same category. How do you feel about the A350 LOIs Etihad has signed with Airbus?
1: Well, it's an interesting deal, isn't it? Because we know that Etihad right now has five triple seven freighters. Uh, after having sold one last early last year Um, and on the passenger side they used to have more than 20 uh, 777 both 300 yards and 200 lrs but we also know that they intend to cut down that fleet, and they are cutting down that fleet. and I think they intend to basically step away from operating the triple sevens on the passenger side um, even though they still have Triple Seven is on order uh, with Boeing. We don't know the, the exact status of that. Um, and at the same time, they are—they've taken delivery of five new A three fifty one thousands, and they have twenty more on order. So with that, and we, we don't exactly know if they intend to replace uh, the Triple Seven Fs, but that is likely. Um, and it would make sense given they're kind of um, harmonizing the fleet around A350s and 787s. But the number that they have in this commitment, um, seven, is means that they'll be growing their, their free to fleet and the capacity that they'll be able to offer. So that's interesting and we'll see uh, when they when and whether they firm up this, this commitment.
0: <laughs> we'll have to see. Also on the wide body front, we saw an addition of an A330P2F to CDB's aviation order book.
1: Yeah, and um, they put in a pretty large um, order with EFW uh, for 12 more. They only have two right now undergoing conversion, um, and those will come out of conversion soon and join Mass Air. But um, apart from ordering 12 more, they have also secured Two new customers in China for these, some of these freighters. Um, One being Sichuan Airlines, which isn't new to freighters or um, or the A330 platform. That airline has three production A330-200s freighters, and of course, uh, several A330-300s and 200s on the passenger side. Um, And we know that they had been. Looking to grow their freighter fleet, both on the wide-body side and the narrow-body side. So, um, I guess you know, given freighters are in uh, high demand right now, it's not surprising that they um, decided to go for the A330 P2F um, and the 300 B2F in particular, um, which will give them a bit more volume. And then the other new customer is a new startup, uh, Jiangxi Cargo Airlines which is a, a joint venture between the provincial government and Hongyun Group, which interestingly, um, as we know, they will soon have two 747-8Fs flying for them on a CNI basis with Air Belgium. Um, and it's just, um, yeah, interesting to see this, this company become more and more involved in uh, the actual operational and carrier um, side of things.
0: This week also marked the second anniversary of the certification of the first A321 freighter. And we looked a bit more closely at the A321 market in our overview. We're seeing some interesting competition in the narrow-body space, aren't we?
1: We are, and as we said in that overview, there are only eight uh, A321 freighters in service right now, um, two years on, but that is going to change very quickly. And this year alone, I think we're about to see um, at least six to eight um, more that will be completed um, by both uh, EFW and 321 precision conversions. And we will see a 321 freighters beginning service with new operators. Um, So first will be Lufthansa Cargo, which um, already has the, the first unit on property in Munich, Um, soon we'll see Indigo in India, um, a bit further down the line, Global Crossing Airlines in the US, and um, potentially even Astral Aviation, um, which actually also revealed um, itself as the the first operator of A320 P2Fs, Um, and those, actually that prototype aircraft has been test flying in Singapore, and we'll probably soon EFW will get the certification for that program. Um, and we'll see that head off, um, to, to Astral.
0: That's true. And we'll hopefully have a third A321 conversion program certified by the end of the year, because we know that, uh, signed Draco inducted his prototype last year and expects to complete the conversion in the months ahead.
1: Yeah, that will be interesting to see. And, uh, I think we're not too far off um, that, but moving on to 737 NGs, we'll also see some new entrants um, this year with um, South Korean low-cost carrier Jeju Air telling us that they will start, they intend to start uh, operations with a 737-800 BCF around June. That aircraft is currently in conversion in China. Um, but before that, we should see Copper Airlines in Panama launching commercial service with its 1st seven eight hundred 737-800 BCF, uh, and Nordstar in Russia, also with 737 BCFs, um, and even JD uh, Cargo Airlines um, in China.
0: So a lot of exciting developments in the weeks ahead. It's only February. Uh, we look forward to covering these. That's all the time we have for today. Um, And for those of you listening, thank you for tuning in to this episode of Cargo Facts Connect. For more multimedia content like this, check out our CargoFacts.com and search Cargo Facts Connect on iTunes, Spotify. Join us again next time.